Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Greenfield, where real people connect. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Matrix Green Pill podcast. I'm your host, Hilmarie Hutchison, and today we have a true trailblazer in the digital realm on the show. It's my immense pleasure to introduce the visionary entrepreneur and driving force behind Anadios, none other than Sherry Khan. Sherry's journey is a testament to the power of determination and seizing opportunities. Starting as a business analyst and fearlessly delving into the world of entrepreneurship, Sherry has always viewed risks as stepping stones to personal and professional growth. With his brainchild, Anadios, making waves in the digital landscape, we're in for an exciting conversation filled with insights and inspiration. So without further ado, Sherry, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Hilary. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Thank you for having me. And yes, let's start. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. So to start with, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey so far? I was born and raised in Karachi, Pakistan. I did my education in BSc, which is International Business Management from Anglia Ruskin University in London, UK. Over the years, I lived about six years in the UK and that's been a beautiful journey. I got to experience a lot of different cultures. I have visited Europe about 13 times, which has been great. I visited different places, got to know different people in different cultures. As a kid, I was always an artist at heart. I always wanted to pursue something which would really contribute something from my side to the artistic realm. That's been the vision. That's been something that's been on my mind. And when I was about to pursue my degree in arts, my parents, they were more concerned about if you're going to be able to do something with this degree or not. I think they're right. It's not like they were against my passion, but they wanted me to be rich. That's what all parents do. They want their children to be rich and not suffer with the financial crisis and all of that. Because of which I could not pursue my degree in arts. That was a little bit of regret. But I think everything happens for a reason. I did my international business management and then I found a way to start an animation studio. Initially, it was only an animation studio by the name of Nidios. And then I thought this is not enough. I want to do more. So we turned that into a creative agency. Now we make beautiful artistic designs, whether it's animation or development. This creative agency, Nidios, is a company that blends animation and development in the most beautiful form where you could respect an artist's craft and you could appreciate a developer's code as well. That's been the journey so far. It's been going great. Yeah, that was perfect. Thank you very much. So you mentioned your passion for art as as a child or as a young person and then making the decision to study business instead. And I know then you came back to art. So what was it that inspired you to start the company and how did your background as a business analyst influence your decision? After my degree in international business management, I was working with different companies. And then somehow I got into a design agency where I was really dealing with clients and telling them about business strategies and how online strategies could really help you succeed and how online reputation basically really works. And with that, I realized that beautiful crafts are something that attracts everyone. 
So for example, simply, if you want to make money online, you're going to do it through either social media, you're going to do it through website, or you're going to do it through videos. If you think about it, all of these, they really focus a lot on how well it's been designed. So for your website, for example, how well is the user experience? How engaging is the design? If it's a video, how playful is the video? Can you really grasp a user's interest or not? Even if it's social media, what kind of designs are you posting there? What kind of posts are there? And there's something called you need to have some kind of uniformity in your branding colors. How well are you using it? Is it really flowing well with what your logo and the branding guidelines look like or not? So I think that's really important. Everything at the end of the day, it's all about designs. And when I noticed that, I was like, I should have done something in arts. When I wanted to start my company, I found a team. They had a vision. At that time, they were really doing some explainer videos. I think I found the right team for the right mindset that clicked with mine, based on which we decided, hey, hey, I'm going to start a company. We're going to do animation and we're going to do a lot more. And the idea is really to, it's not really about me or you. It's really about what can we contribute into the world of the digital realm of art. And if we can contribute something that can be remembered even after we're gone, that's what we're looking for. I love that. So to leave some kind of legacy. Absolutely. And I think getting into videos was the perfect decision because we hear all the time research shows that Gen Z particularly prefers to consume content through videos. We keep on reading that your content should be videos, videos, videos. So I think it's a very good space to be in. Yes, you're right. If I want to add something to it, I think static designs are old school. You want something that is engaging enough that keeps moving. So you want to really stay away from the dull and static vibe and you want to move towards something that's more lively, that's more visually appealing, more aesthetically pleasing. Anything that moves instantly catches your attention. So imagine you're looking at a post that's a still design and then you have another post that maybe it's literally like five seconds in that five seconds you see a beautiful blend of colors that instantly attracts you and you're like hey what is that doing and naturally such posts have usually have a lot more higher engagement than static posts i think i've been blessed to have found these guys in this vision and uh, just working towards it Fantastic. So what kind of videos do you generally make? I mean, is there like a specific genre or are you creating based on what your customer is asking for? Do you have a niche where you like to create? That's a very interesting question. And the answer is no, we do not have a niche. We're really dependent on what are the client's requirements. Now, if you have a commercial client, like with the years, we had a very humble privilege working with these big clients like Roche Pharma, Kraft Heinz, Stanford University, Boston University, working for US government departments, including the Department of Defense and Blue Halo, which has been our remarkable achievements. But with these commercial projects, obviously there's some kind of a limitation. For example, when we did a video for Roche Pharmaceutical, it was really about spreading the COVID-19 awareness 
awareness. So we had to stick to their blue and white colors and make sure that the artwork that we design, it really sticks and really is uniformed with their branding colors. That's perfect. But when we get these personal projects, so we do these and then we have these projects where we're working on personal projects, we're making a movie on a life of a person. We get all the avenues where we could inflict our artistic sense and really impress these clients. And by doing that, I think it really gives that boost and it really satisfies you as an artist that, hey, we have all the different type of projects and we could really like, if I'm restricted on a certain project, no worries. There's another one where I can use all the colors and it's going to be amazing. So we have all type of projects and that's, I think, something that I'm really happy about. There's no restrictions to what we have. So that keeps things interesting for you and for the team as well. So there's not just one thing you are doing, a variety of things on sort of any given day. Do you have like a preference for how long the videos are? Are they generally like one minute or two minutes or are you generally doing like 30 minutes? What is sort of the length that you are creating? The purpose of the animation really matters. Nowadays, with TikTok and Instagram, you may know that the attention span of a user has really decreased. So what is the purpose? Are you doing it for promotion on social media? I would recommend a 10 to 15 second video at max. If you're trying to deliver a message, let's suppose explaining what a company does, anything from 45 seconds to 50 seconds is okay. But if you're doing a short movie, we did a movie for one of our clients. That's a brand, that's a product, and they're really big. They're already out there in a the market, but we really wanted to deliver something perhaps a video where we could really show what your background story was really like. So what we did is we created a video in a Disney Pixar styled video. When I say Disney Pixar style, it just means that it's going to be cartoony, but the lighting and shading on those videos is going to be so realistic that you could see every single strand of hair of that specific character. It's really about what we're trying to do with the entire duration of the video is going to be and what is the purpose. We're creating videos for 16 minutes, which is a, a full length movie. We're making videos for three to four minutes. And then we make videos for 15 seconds, which is really like the last one that we did, there was a 3D bull. It was supposed to really like jump out of the window and it felt like it's going to jump out of your mobile phone because it was on your Facebook. That was literally like 10 seconds. So the duration really matters on what is the purpose of the animation. Excellent. So you can do the full spectrum, depends on what the purpose is. The digital landscape is constantly evolving. So how do you stay ahead of industry trends and what steps do you take to ensure that Anadios remains at the cutting edge of innovation? Yes, you're right. It's changing every day. But I think you should really be aware of what is going on in the market and constant research of what is going on. If you can adapt to the latest te technologies and if there's any new innovation that you can come up with. So for just for one project, we mix 2D and 3D together. That's something that's not been done before. We used 2D plates. I'm sure you can imagine if you go for a full fledged 3D animation, 
it ends up being really expensive. What we did is, and only because it was a promo video for a few, I guess, 40 seconds, we used 2D environments and then we had 3D characters in front of them, which obviously there was a drastic decrease in the price. The client loved the end result. Nobody could really tell that it's not a 3D video because you're looking at 3D characters. But me and the client knew that it's a 2D environment. So I think these innovations, you adopted the new technology, constant research. That's what we try. And so far, yeah, it's been going great. I like that. So you're not just following the trends and keeping up. You're actually creating the trends, which is really the best place to be. I think you have to, otherwise you can't lose a client only because they don't have a lot of budget. So you need to provide them with the right consultancy. What is the purpose? Why are you doing it? What's your budget? And once you know all of these answers, then you suggest them something which really fulfills the purpose and answers all of your questions as well. Very good. So let's change direction a bit. As someone who started as a business analyst and then transitioned into entrepreneurship, what advice would you offer to professionals who dream of starting their own ventures, but they're unsure if they should take that leap of faith? That's a very important question. There's a lot of people that's making a lot of mistakes. I think you should make mistakes. I've made my mistakes too. But yes, I have learned from people who have been successful. I think do not expand too soon. You take enough time to process, make the right decisions. Sometimes we human beings think that if you're getting a good amount of money in return, maybe you just want to invest it anywhere else or you want to use that money or you want to use it for your personal reasons or withdraw that as profit. But that's not right. Always manage your budget. Save for the bad times. You don't know when you're in a position where you need those funds back. So you must have enough amount for unforeseen circumstances. That's A. B, if you're the investor, then that's good enough. But if you have investors, you need to maintain a good relationship with your investors. They are, investors are the spine of any business. And investors really help grow financially and take the business to uh, new heights. And always, what kind of a team do you have? It really matters. So you need to hire reliable and specialized resources that you think can take your company towards growth and really match with your vision. Honestly, I learned that late, but now I understand that you people shouldn't really take it for granted. Lastly, sometimes running a business can really become challenging, challenging emotional journey and you feel like giving up and you feel like this is the end of it. Don't ever do that. There might be something right there waiting for you. Just trying to like test your patience. And if you have just a little bit of energy, you might just get the next big project. So do not give up. Excellent advice. I think that is very valuable and I'm sure our listeners will take that to heart. Now, you brought up an interesting point about a team, building and leading a team being so crucial for the success of any company. What qualities do you look for in your team members and how do you foster a culture of collaboration and creativity at Anadios? Team building is the most important part of building your company. We prioritize team members that have a positive attitude, adaptability, and collaboration skills. And by fostering open communication, which is really important, and recognizing achievements, celebrating diversity, we create a culture of creativity that promotes everyone to really present their input. And I think that really leads them towards success. So having that team that you can trust on that really matches your vision, which has a positive attitude, it's really, really crucial. 
So to find people that's on the same page as you and, and understand the passion that you have also for what you're doing. The passion needs to mesh. For example, me and the entire animation team are really objectivists, but we would like to create something. Like I said previously, we want to leave a legacy. We want to leave a legacy into the digital realm of arts, where even if we're gone, well, I mean, ideally, if people could remember any of our art after we're gone, after we're dead, Everybody has to die. If they can look at something and be like, that's a beautiful piece of art. That's the goal. Fantastic. So let's pivot a little bit and ask about your balance. As a visionary entrepreneur and CEO of, with thousands of responsibilities, how do you maintain a balance between driving your company's growth and ensuring your personal well-being? I would say a big thanks to my family. I think having an understanding family is really important. When I started this company, I wasn't married. So my siblings and my parents, they were really supportive. Now I'm married. I'm a father of a kid. Even now, my wife and my kid, they're really supportive sometimes. I mean, in the rainy days, you may have to work for 15, 16 hours a day. I've only started my business about three years ago. So there may be times, there may be that one specific month in a year where you have to work crazy hours. But if you could just balance it off by giving more time at home or giving more time to yourself afterwards, that's a really crucial factor. And B, for your own mind, I think it's important that you have that balance and that can only be done if you're giving enough time to yourself by it could be exercise, it could be swimming. I personally really tell a lot about meditation. I think meditation is a beautiful tool. If you're really looking for something, if you're looking to create a legacy, at least give yourself 15 minutes in a day where you could just sit by yourself. Think about all the beautiful things that you have and where you're heading towards. So work-life balance, it's important. You give time to the family, you give time to the work. But then if you're not giving enough time to yourself, how are you going to give time to work or family either? So give time to yourself. Have some peace within yourself. And I do it through meditation. Yeah, I think you're right. I think each person has to find that one thing that helps them step away from all the pressures, whether that's exercise or meditation or something else that helps them to find that balance. Very good. Sherry, it's an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Your journey has been incredible and what you've accomplished is fantastic. Now we've come to the segment of our show where I'll ask you some rapid fire questions, our version of a game show. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. If you could give one piece of advice to aspiring entrepreneurs in just five words, what would it be? For you aspiring entrepreneurs, one piece of advice, make sure you have a cash flow forecast for at least the next two years. Oh, wow. Well, that's good advice. Incredible. As a leader, what's your go-to mantra or motivational phrase that keeps you and your team inspired during challenging times? Don't be a boss. Work with your team. Be a leader. Don't be a boss. I hope that is true. Everyone in my company has a liberty to come and crack jokes with me. And I love that. There's 70 people in my production floor. And I mean, if there's a new guy, yep, that's different. But if anyone's been working with us for more than three or four months, I go ahead, I crack jokes with them and I try not to be a boss. It's beneficial for me because that helps with their productivity. It works both ways. I like that. Don't be a boss. I think that should go on a mug or a cup. Don't be a boss. Yeah. What is one thing you do every day, no matter how busy you get? I spend time with my kid. I love my kid. 
There's nothing better than kids. Once you've got one, you understand that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm a new father. My baby boy is like 10 months old and he's only started crawling now. He can barely stand up. I think that's the most beautiful part of, the, of your kid's life too. So I'm, I'm enjoying it now. I'm the happiest father ever. Fantastic. The light of your life. I love that. Yes. Thank you very much for playing along. That wasn't too difficult, I hope. Before we wrap up, we would like to do our green pool moment. Okay. What green pool advice would you give to your younger self? Do not stress too much. Everything's going to be okay at the end of the day. Just do what you love, follow your passion and learn from others' mistakes. Very good. Sherry, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your fantastic story and your journey with us. It's been absolutely an inspiration. I have no doubt that our audience will really enjoy this conversation. But before we say goodbye, could you please tell our audience where they can find and follow you? I am on LinkedIn and I am on Instagram as well. You could just go and type in Sherry Khan in videos and you'll see my social profiles and I could be found there. Lovely. And we'll also put that in the show notes, of course. So again, thank you so much for making the time today. I wish you and Anadios all the very best and we'll definitely be following your journey as well. Thank you so much, Hilary. It has been a pleasure being here. I wish you all the best. And I think I've heard other podcasts too. And I've heard podcasts from different people. And then I've heard a few podcasts from your website. I think you're doing a wonderful job. And I really, from the bottom of my heart, I wish you best of luck. Just let's grow together. I love that. Thank you so much for your kind words. Of course, I love to hear comments like that. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Hello, Hilary. If you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.